Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the 1024 Podcast. Today we're in preparation for the holiday season. We're looking at thankfulness, what it is, why it's important, and what it has to do with our lives as Christians. So before we get into that, um, Drew, Rusty, how y'all doing today? We're good. I'm, I'm good. I have a, uh, a complaint and a story to tell before we get into everything, but we'll let Rusty go first because I have a, I have a tangent to go on. I'm very good and I'm very thankful to be here. Oh, look at you. Thankful. Thankful as our Thanksgiving Ten, week. Look at happy you Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. 1024, the podcast about Jesus and tangents. So, Drew, let's hit it. <laughs> yeah. What you got? All right. I have a complaint first. Since we're uh, doing thankfulness, I have a complaint. We're going to do the duality of this. All right. I have a complaint <laughs> because I don't understand how in the world it went from 80 degrees one day to I woke up the other day and it's 32 degrees. Okay. I don't understand that. Where'd the fall go? And I'm upset. I'm very upset that I, I'm coming home from the gym. Literally, my my clothes are sticking to me freezing. Okay. That's a little, you know, dramatic, but still it's cold. It's daggum cold. <laughs> it's daggum cold. And John, uh, John about had some uh, animals die on the other day too. Cause it's so daggum cold. Yeah. Yeah. It got pretty freaking cold in the garage. I had to rush out there, kick some heaters up, uh, hang some more blankets and insulation. My iguana was looking at me like I was crazy. Um, it was a time. Man. Is that where you, that's where you keep all your animals in the garage? Yeah, so I like converted half of it, like framed part of it in, um, got some insulation and some space heaters hung out there, got a bunch of lights, um, have some of those like emergency reflective blankets hung around to hold the heat in. Um, so it's pretty legit, but I just was expecting these temperatures in, you know, January, not early November. So we're, uh, we're having to work on our feet here to keep everything alive and functioning. And there you go. <laughs> so you got a mini zoo at your house. That's awesome. <laughs> it feels like it. It feels like it sometimes, man. Um, I tried to keep them all in the spare bedroom that we have, but my wife was like, uh, not going to happen. They're not coming in the house. Um, and, you know, she really wasn't even a fan of the animals to begin with, but it wasn't worth losing the man of her dreams over, so she compromised. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so what do you keep on hand? Like, I don't think I've ever asked you. What do you like? Do, do, Dude, like, so do you, do you open the garage? Right? You open the garage and she comes home and all of a sudden a possum runs out? Like, like, <laughs> so in all in, in all seriousness, I'm in talks to the lady about getting a possum right now. Oh, um, that is my not like right. Fear. I don't like possums. Not like they're right now. Possum? Is in like while we're podcasting. No, they're like giant rats. No, um, so so on hand, like in the garage right now, I've got um, a three foot iguana, uh, a four foot uh, python from Australia, really? a six foot boa constrictor, um, a water snake, a couple corn snakes. Uh, uh, crested gecko, leopard gecko, uh, curly-haired tarantula, emperor scorpion. Oh, what? Um, a scorpion, bro? Like, that's got to yeah, be dangerous. Bro. What if that thing's get out? No, nah, no. Bro, if that thing gets out, then I'll just squish it. It's not, It's. I mean, it, it, it stingers so big, it's not even breaking the skin. And if it does, then it's like a honeybee. The dude I work for, though, he's got some scorpions that drop for drop are as venomous as a black mamba. So I don't really Absolutely play with those not. too much. You have Absolutely. a lizard almost as tall as me. I mean, that's, yeah, that's ridiculous. dude, I'm I'm trying to get a four foot monitor. I got this big old enclosure out there that's six foot by ten foot, and I'm trying to get a big old monitor lizard to go in there, um, so it can be like a small dragon. Wow. Um, and then yeah. yeah, I'm working on getting a possum and like some guinea pigs and maybe maybe a, a ferret or two. Absolutely not, dude. Absolutely not. You couldn't pay <laughs> me to have all that stuff in my garage. How do you feed them? What does that cost you? Um, I mean. It's pretty expensive. Most of them eat bugs, but yeah, I mean, like, so freaking 
the guy I work for, I have to help him with his feedings just because he's got like I've got like twenty animals out there. He's got forty at his place. Oh wow! And yeah. uh, he's got he's got two snakes over twelve feet long, um, and it costs like fifteen bucks to feed those guys every time. No, no, not even once. No, absolutely. <laughs> well, okay. So I have Drew, a, I'll take a, I have a story. Well, you sorry I didn't. Yeah, get to your story. No. <laughs> All right. So here's a here, here's something that I've you know kind of struggled with with my my walk with the lord you know getting into you know as as i've gotten better with my uh relationship with the lord um you know i, I something that i admire about a lot of people is just their <clears throat> ability to you know share the lord with pretty much everybody everybody you know that they come in contact with which is what we're called to do um and i i didn't necessarily do, do a great job of it the other day i uh after after we were rolling at the gym, and this dude who you know, we're pretty good friends. I mean, we're not you know. Like, Let the record show. Drew is talking about jujitsu, not just rolling around with strangers at the gym. Yes. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, sometimes it's a good. Uh, it, it might be a good <laughs> <laughs> exercise. You never know. But yeah. So for those of you who don't don't know or didn't hear it on another podcast, I I do jujitsu, um, which is you know I can't say enough good things about it as just as a sport and as an exercise. Um, you know, way to get some, get some good cardio in. But anyways, at the gym the other day, after we were, we were done rolling, class was done. Um, me and this guy who, you know, we're pretty close as far as, you know, just gym buddies go. Um, but he was talking to me about what I do and, you know, and asking me, you know, as a fireman, we, we have, you know, two days off after, for every one day we work. So, you know, we, we only work every third day. So we have a lot of time. We were talking about just, uh, things that, you know, we do at, after after work things that you know we we do to have our two spare days um and i told him a lot about our podcast um we were just getting into it about you know what we what we do and what our 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 theme of this podcast was and y'all was just you know telling him you know what our vision for it just a couple guys sitting around and you know just talking about life and you know and trying to bring it back to the lord and um you know, I I didn't necessarily not say that we were um, you know talking about the Lord because obviously that that's what we do. You know, I, I told him about it, but um, one of the things that's always you know amazed me or um, I've been impressed with, especially you know my friend Rusty here. He's all, always every time he talks to somebody about the Lord, there's always a lot of joy and excitement in his in his voice, and that's honestly what you know I think the Lord used rusty to talk to me through because you know I, that's the kind of joy that i wanted that's that's why you know i started you know really searching after the lord because of the, the joy that rusty had and i and i didn't necessarily um put a lot of joy in my voice when i when i was talking about it and you know that's that's something i just kind of wanted to get into see what you guys thoughts were because you know or if you had any advice for me because that that's something that i you know I, I was kicking myself the whole way home man like you know i i wasn't necessarily you know being like peter i didn't necessarily deny the lord about you know what we were what we were doing but you know i i didn't necessarily like you know that wasn't the whole focus of you know what I, what i was saying you know and I, I you know i just you know i was just kicking myself the whole way home you know like i just wanted to, to see if y'all had any thoughts about it or you know if you had any advice for me or anything like that because uh, you know that's something i want to be be better at because you know I, I felt really ashamed coming the whole way home you know well I, yeah i heard one time a, a preacher had mentioned this uh the way he said it was he said that everyone's missing this one little piece in their life it's almost like a puzzle piece and you, you think about 
uh, when you put together one of those big old puzzles and you got that one piece it's just it's got all these jagged edges on it and it just fits one way it's just one special piece he said everyone's missing that piece if they don't have God they're missing it and they don't realize it and you know they try to fill it with with the things we talk about on this podcast drugs and sex and money and and fame and fortune all this stuff they try to fill it with that and it never fits just right there's always it's always a little wiggle room you know that something doesn't feel complete and this this pastor one time told me you know everyone has that missing piece all you got to do is give them that piece introduce jesus to them and and, and that's the only if they accept it it'll fulfill their life they'll finally be complete and i thought about that multiple times uh when it comes to sharing the gospel with people i always think about you know this person's missing that piece they don't have jesus in their life and it's helped me. I've actually been, God has put me in some really uh, crazy scenarios, situations, you know, with people that are big, strong, alpha male, like scary looking people that, that they'll straight up tell you, I don't want nothing to do with God. I don't, I don't care about that stuff. Yeah. You know, and, and I've been in those situations and I think, what am I going to do? You know, he doesn't want to hear about you, God. And God's convicted my heart and say, no, they're missing this peace. They need this. They'll never be fulfilled without it. And so I always just keep that in my mind when I go to share the gospel that whether they act like they want it or not, whether uh, you've read the parable of the seeds, where you drop the seeds somewhere on rocky ground, somewhere in thorns, yeah, somewhere yeah. in fertile soil, right? So I always think about that, and, and that parable is describing uh, just different soil and, and what happens when the seeds plant in that soil. And I always think about that. They, they might be on rocky ground, but I'm throwing that seed out there anyways to hope that uh, maybe they'll accept it and become fertile soil and start bearing good fruit, fruit of the Spirit, peace and joy, as you talked about, and all those things. And so... I just keep that in my mind. I think they have a missing piece. No matter who they are, they're created by God. He made them. He loves them. And he wants them to come home. So it's my job to give them that piece and say, hey, try this piece out in your heart. See if that fits. Yeah. It, yeah. Hey, go ahead, John. Oh, I was just going to say, like, to, to compliment what Rusty was saying, Drew, is it's like, you know, they're... I think that's a really great mindset to hold with the why we need to be focused on evangelism and, and talking to people about it. Um but also, like, I think that God gave us the personalities he did for us to use, like, use the way that we're wired effectively. And, Drew, you're never going to be the person that's just going to go out and have deep conversations with 55 people in a day just because you you're not that extrovert. You don't like talking to people that much. Like, that's just not you, and that's totally okay. Yeah. But I think the way that you can kind of focus on that is – is build that intention out the intentionality of the, the relationship because you are a go deep person like you don't like surface level stuff so if there's that that opportunity where it's like yeah man we spent like three days this week rolling together on the mats and like we, we got closer and then like take that opportunity to be intentional about it and don't just like say in passing oh like yeah man you should come to church with me sometime like dig deep into it and, and make it an, an intentional like concentrated effort and don't feel like every single person that you meet has to get a little bit of you evangelizing to them, but maybe there are opportunities for you to, to give a, a lot to specific people. Yeah. You know, I, I know that, you know, the, it's, it's all the Lord's power. It's all the Holy spirit through us that, you know, this talking, that's going to, you know, it's never going to be me that ever, you know, changes somebody's heart or, you know, ever, right. Ever does anything. It's all, all the Lord's power. But, you know, I, I just kind of felt like, you know, the Lord, you know, really put it up on a tee for me like literally he just he gave me this opportunity whatever and i just kind of feel like i squandered it but that's, uh, that's another thing it's not always just your words so with evangelism it's not all about what you say you know yes it's, it's important to share the gospel with people and there's there's a time for that and as john said there's a it's a gift you know evangelism is a gift just like you could be a a good preacher or a teacher or you know someone with patience that's a gift you know 
working in the children's ministry. So there's different gifts. You might not have the gift of evangelism to be able to go out and just convert 50 people to Christianity in a day. But what God gives everyone is is your faith, right? So you're walking in your faith every day, walking it out instead of just talking. You're walking it out. And as you get to know this guy, as you go through your life, every day seeing him at the gym and he sees the way you live your life and the joy that you have, that's a testimony. That's a witness to the power of Jesus Christ. Because yeah. he says, I've never been that happy. I've never seen anyone else that happy. Why are you so happy? And you can all you have to say is, because I walk with the Lord. I have Jesus in my life. And, and that's a powerful witness. That's a powerful testimony to that man. That's yeah. evangelizing. Just You're just not saying any words. You're living it out. Yeah, true that. And, you know, it's just, uh, it's just something I want to talk about because, you know, we're all about real life in this podcast. And that's, you know, a lot of times at church you hear, you know, you know obviously, you know, got to go out and make disciples of all the nations because that's literally the, you know, the the mission the mission yeah that's that is the mission that is the that's that is our goal. purpose on on this earth and um it's just you know there's all as i've noticed you know getting a little better with my walk with the lord there's always little little times and opportunities that you know present themselves in whatever you're doing um and often the lord will put you in places that you know that he gives you opportunities to to really share his word like he just he just plops you down in places where you divine know, appointments. Yeah, yeah. It's just he knows, you know. Hey, that person needs needs which you know needs me, so I'm gonna use you today to to do it with. So, anyways, that's just something I wanted to yeah. wanted to get into. But today we're uh, since it's Thanksgiving week and uh, we've already done a little complaining, we're gonna do a little uh, thankfulness. We're gonna get into thankfulness today as our topic because you know obviously, it's so powerful. Thankfulness is. Uh, just being thankful in general is such a powerful thing. Uh, a lot of people take it for granted. They don't take the time to say, like, thank you, Lord, for this day. Thank you for the health that we have. You know, if you think about it, when you're dying, or say you were dying, and you're sitting in a, a bed in the hospital, and your life's coming to an end, you're not going to care about what's going on at your job. You're not going to care about yeah. how the softball game went or the yeah. Georgia Bulldog game or any of that stuff. Yeah. You're going to care about your health or your family and where you're at, you know? And yeah. So let's just be thankful for just being healthy. That's just something that gets overlooked every day. Just yeah. being healthy. So I got a, I've got a, I've got a little, little um, story to share, um, and it, it's, it relates to, to thankfulness. Because when we decided to set on this or we cho- choose this topic, um, I was trying to think about like you know, ways that I like show thankfulness or talk about thankfulness or stuff like that. Um, and one of the things that that's really cool about my job is like when I go around to kids birthday parties and stuff like it's really easy if I go to a church program I can be like yeah you know God made these animals God did this and like I can straight up present the whole gospel and like give a salvation message as part of the animals because I'm in the comfort of a church but I get a really unique view when I go to kids birthday parties because I'm invited into the homes of families and get to like be where they're comfortable and they don't really know what I'm gonna say um, and thankfully, I mean, you know, I'm not a person who's going to come in there and, you know, cause problems or like try to change the beliefs of anybody, but I'm going to unapologetically be me and talk about, you know, these animals being God's creation. But one of the things that I always do is I've got this, this 10 inch, um, long giant Asian centipede that I bring to birthday parties. Why not? And <laughs> this centipede, it's one of only two species in the world that has ever killed somebody. Great. Uh, That's lovely. And, <laughs> and I tell these stories about how, how the giant Asian centipede and the giant Amazonian centipede have killed people who are a lot um, less fortunate than we are. They live in places of, of extreme poverty. They have very little uh, physical and monetary blessings. They, a, a lot of these animals come from places that are unreached around the world spiritually. 
Um, and so I, I challenge the kids. I give them homework from the program, and I say, listen, you know, have an attitude of gratitude. Be thankful that you don't have 10-inch centipedes walking around. Be thankful that you have parents who are willing to sacrifice, you know, 30 minutes of their time to to sit in the car rider line to pick you up. Be thankful that you have a dad who's gone eight hours of the day to put food in your belly. Like, there are so many kids around the world, and I tell them, you know, I've been to Guatemala a couple times. I've been to the Bahamas. Like, I've seen poverty, and there are so many kids around the world that would trade places with you in an instant. Um, and I leave them with this little tidbit, um, and it's just that, you know, I've never met anybody who was unthankful, who was also happy, and I've never met someone who was happy who was also unthankful. Yes. And I just think they go hand in hand. Yeah, shoot you, man. It's uh, uh it, it's something that you have to choose, like especially like like you of course, like with our first world problems, like a lot of the times that we, you know, we blow something up into a, a big, you know, something or another that's really not. Like we let thirty seconds of our day ruin the rest of the day for us. But, you know, like like yeah. Rusty said, you you have to to choose joy, you have to choose thankfulness as well, because there's always something that you can be thankful for. And there's always something to be happy about. Like the, even if you've had, you know, not the best day of the world, not the best week in the world, you know, there's always something that you can say, you know what, like you can just sit, sit there and say, you know what, thank you, Lord. Thank you for, you know, thank you for this beautiful weather that we're having, or, you know, thank you, Lord, that didn't go as bad as, as it could have, you know, it could have been, could have yeah. been worse, you know, like, and that's something that I kind of stink at. Um, at times because i i i am known for letting you know 30 seconds of my day you know really ruin it like yeah. at times and that's something that i've tried to work on um because you know it's, it's easy in our lives to focus on the bad and focus on things that aren't dude you know i had i can i can distinctly remember i was probably nine or ten years old and i was riding with my uncle um to go to like a birthday party for a family member or we were going somewhere as part of like all the family was together and I chose to ride with him and we got stuck in traffic um, and we showed up like two minutes later than everybody else and I was just so like irritated as like a 10 year old kid that we were running later than everybody else and I was like man I'm just so mad about the traffic and he looked at me and he said well I'm just thankful we had a car to get there and I was like dang I was like whoa we didn't have to walk you're absolutely right and it just like like just talking, preparing for this, that, that popped in my head. And I was like, why do I remember that? And it's like, because yeah, I was complaining about like Drew was saying, like the five or 10 seconds or minutes that were just eating into my day. And it's like, I didn't have to walk. I was in the air conditioning. Like I was, you know, whatever. There, there's so many people out there who have, um, even in terms of like monetary and materialistic things, like have less than we do. Um, you know, and even if we didn't have the material things that we do, we've got god which is and like salvation which is more than anything we could ever ask for or need yeah without a doubt you know you're you're mentioning that all these places you went on uh mission trips and it made me think about a story that my wife told me when we first uh met each other she she said that she was a, a kid she used to go in to work with her mom it was a very close like uh kind of family type job where you could bring your kids and you know everybody was always hanging out with each other they knew each other pretty well and uh the boss of the company had a a private uh, jet chartered and he was going to fly everyone in the company to the Bahamas. And it was like this big thing, you know, everyone's excited to go. And uh, Brittany was excited. She gets to go to the Bahamas for the first time. And she said that uh, the day of the trip, her mom just said, I don't have a good feeling about this. And she's like, what do you mean? What are you trying to say, mom? And she said, I I just, I don't know. I don't have a good feeling. I don't think we're going to go. And my wife said, uh, she was just so upset. She's like, mom, how could you do this? Like, this is a free trip to the Bahamas. We get to go on a plane. We're going to be, 
at the beach in the Bahamas. Like, this is like a once in a lifetime opportunity. How could yeah. you just say you have a weird feeling? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, right. And sure. so then they, uh, she ended, she decided they weren't going to go. She just didn't feel right about it. And uh, my wife said she was just so upset. She was crying and she was like, I can't believe this, you know. And, and she said that uh, she was in their mom's office and she was sitting behind her desk and she said all of a sudden the uh, computer screen flashed on, kind of like the screensaver. And it was a picture of, I guess, everyone in the company. Hopefully I'm describing this correctly, but some picture popped up that she was like, oh, that's crazy, you know. These all the people going on the trip. Well, then she heard a, a yell and it was her mother, and she just got a phone call that the, the plane went down and everyone on the plane had died. Wow. Yeah. And so, as crazy as that sounds, you know, I'm thankful for the for the nudge of the Lord that yeah. I told my mother-in-law, because, I mean, my life would be totally different without my wife here today. Yeah, you know? shoot ya. And I bet she was pretty thankful in that moment, too. Oh, like, yeah. I mean, yeah. obviously not for losing all her coworkers, but just, just the simple fact that God protected them, you know? Yeah. Or something like that. That's wild. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully I didn't butcher that story, but it's no, been, it's man, been a while man. since I heard it. But. Yeah, it's and it's amazing, you know, if you if you sit down and think in your life, like and really make a you know you know, Thanksgiving, the Thanksgiving season, you know, always everybody's thing is, you know, sit down and 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 think of things that you can be thankful of. But if you just regularly do that on, on a day to day basis, like you know, it's it's amazing how much in my life, like just as we talked about last week or with our spiritual disciplines, like in prayer, the power of, you know, just thanking the Lord in your prayer every day. Because that's like for me, like I, I you know, I read my Bible every morning uh, and then, you know, I, I pray right after, you know, just kind of start my day and like just starting my day with like saying thank you for, you know, whatever pops up in, into my head. Like it, it's amazing how much it brings into perspective, like, you know what has happened either the day before or already happened that day or, you know, anything like that. Yeah. Because, you know, it's, it's almost like a, a gift of joy. Almost like the Lord gives us a gift of joy. Like when we're thankful because it, it you know, it's almost like a, like you said, a nudge of the Lord that, you know, says like, Hey, you know, I've got you. Yeah. Yeah. I've provided. Yes. I, I, I have, and I will provide like y- mm-hmm. you see this, the sun yeah. is out today. Like I have already given you that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's joy. There's another part of th- thankfulness hey. that I think a lot of people don't, uh, they don't really know about or they haven't really ever experienced before, but it's the thankfulness in the trial. Yes. And so that's what I'm going to talk about. I wanted to mention Jonah because Jonah, everyone knows the story about Jonah and the well. And if you don't, Jonah was a prophet and he was told by the Lord to go speak in Nineveh and tell the great city uh, to turn from their wickedness. And uh, for whatever reason, Jonah didn't like the Ninevites. So he, he decided he wasn't going to do it. And he got on a boat and tried to sail far away. And while he was on the boat, a storm came, and to make the story short, uh, he said, it's my fault. Toss me over. So they threw him off the boat, and he was swallowed by a giant whale. And here's where, here's where the power of thankfulness comes in. Inside the belly of the well, Jonah prayed. And it's, it's chapter 2 if you want to read it on your own. But Jonah, Jonah prayed to the Lord in the fish's belly. This is while he's still inside, still in the trial. He prayed. And I'll just read you uh, verse 9. It says, But I will sacrifice to you with the voice of thanksgiving, and I will pay what I have vowed. Salvation is of the Lord. And verse 10 says, So the Lord spoke to the fish and it vomited Jonah on dry land. And he was able to go out and and complete the mission that God had set him out on. But that powerful prayer of thankfulness in the trial changed his whole circumstances. He could have died in the belly of a fish. Yeah, and it's... it's, The Lord blessed him because of his thankfulness. Like, you know, saying like he's he's already realized that what the Lord has already given him, like Mm -hmm. what the Lord, you know, could have done and that he didn't. Mm -hmm. And... You know, he, yeah. he blessed him again. Oh, how merciful the Lord was. I mean, he could have just died in the storm. He could have drowned. Yeah. But 
the Lord allowed a fish to eat him up. And the, just the fact that he was eaten by a whale and still living. Yeah, it was, I'm sure, it was pretty I'm, amazing. Yeah. I'm sure he's pretty thankful. <laughs> yeah, shoot ya. Yeah, I mean, it is, too, it, you know, some of that I, I had looked up, First Thessalonians 5, uh, 16 says, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, and give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. And after, right after, in verse 19, it says, do not quench the spirit. And so to me, I mean, I, I'm no, I'm no theologian or, you know, classically Bible trained. Bible scholar. Yeah, Bible scholar. But to me that like reads, you know, the, the, what the Lord has spoken to me through it is like, it's almost like the Holy Spirit works through your thanks, thankfulness sometimes like you, you know it's it's literally the will of god for you to be thankful for what he has done for you like thankful for you know you know salvation the day that you've had you know the the ability to wake up in the morning like there's so many things that you know that he has given you why why would you not be thankful for it like well why would you not voice your thankfulness and it goes back to me like something that just the lord has been talking to me recently is you know the power of you know being thankful in my prayers because, you know, sometimes I, I'm guilty of it. Like we talked about last week, you know, just the genie in the bottle mindset, like, Lord, help me do this, help me do that. But, you know, really it's about like, hey, Lord, thank you for, thank you for all you've done, you know? So. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think like, oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was just going to share something. Oh, no, I was just going to say like, yeah, I mean, when you when you get down to it and realize, like, you know, we, we get focused, I think, a lot of times on the things that we ask for in our prayers that, that don't get granted. Um, but then if we take a second and look at how many things, like, that God was faithful in that we didn't even have to ask for, like, how thankful we should be for all of the ways that, like, He was looking out for us that we, we weren't even aware of. Like, we didn't even know to be praying over things. Um, and yet He was, His hand was guiding through that um and and directing and i think like like rusty was saying with jonah like learning to be thankful like even in the suck and even in the trials and like when things aren't going your way like there is still so much to be grateful for because like i don't want to be in the belly of a fish but like it's better than dying you know it's better than than treading water for six hours in the middle of the open ocean like you know i I just we get we get so caught up in, in circumstances and um like looking at what other people have and we forget how costly comparison is. Um, and so we just, we just become, we lose, we lose focus on, on how blessed we are in like our current status or our current like point. I don't, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Anymore. No, 100%. No, 100%. But <laughs> again, like, as we've said on previous podcasts, one of my favorite verses of the whole wide world is first Peter uh, starting at, Started at verse uh, six. In this you rejoice, though now for a little while, if necessary, you have been grieved by various trials. So the test of genuineness of your faith, more precious than gold that perishes through it, though it is tested by fire, may be found in result in praise and glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Like there's so in there are many more examples of, you know, of trials in the Bible than just that verse. I mean that's that's another very big theme in it thing in the bible is that you know sometimes the lord graces you with with trials and as you were saying uh, earlier too john uh, to go off with sometimes you don't even know what to be praying praying for and that you're you know 
gives things to be thankful for is, you know, to go back again, I'll, I'll use the example of, of jujitsu in my life. You know, I started uh, earlier this year when I was kind of going through the the rough time and, you know, trying to find my way back to the Lord and, and all that. And, you know, I was still kind of struggling through that. And, um, you know, I, I didn't join jujitsu for any any godly reason. Like I didn't join to look look for the spirit. I didn't join to look for the Lord. I You know, it's just something that I I was doing just because, you know, I've heard a lot of podcasters do it and a lot, you know, a lot of friends that I have do it. And so I thought it would be a good thing. But, you know, it's it really hit me like like you said the things that we'd be thankful for that you know the lord gives us that we don't even know like what the lord is going to use it for like is when you know one day after class whatever the professor like the head of this school decided to circle us all up and we we literally prayed for somebody because they're they going through a hard time but we you know in and to hear him pray like in a, in a place that you wouldn't even think that like think to be because you know you know jujitsu is a you know a combat sport like you know we we go in there and beat each other up you know you know it, it, it gets nasty in there sometimes but like again like the lord show shows that he's he's everywhere and like to be and like in that moment i was like you know what lord like i, I can tell that you have put me here like I, you have put me around yeah. these people like these good people that are obviously godly people in a, in a time that you know you knew i needed you know somebody that i respected that that is a good godly person like you know is you know thank you lord like i i literally like prayed right there like you know thank you lord because like i like i said i i you know it it took me into that moment to be like man like it's amazing how the lord puts you in places that he knows you need to be like like we said earlier mm -hmm. go ahead rusty yeah he just takes care of you you know sometimes we don't realize all the the, the depths that he goes through the, the, the you know what i'm trying to say sometimes we don't know how far he goes for us you know we just think oh we see the surface level things that, that he does for us and we just take it for granted but he there's stuff that he probably allows and doesn't allow that we don't know about that one day when we're in heaven and he reveals to us this is why i didn't do that gaddis this is why i did do this gaddis you know he just kind of gives you the rundown if, if god refers to get to drew as gaddis in heaven i'll die like <laughs> dude i mean at this point i mean i'm pretty sure the 99 percent of the people that i come in contact with every day don't even know my first name last like, names only it's last names only baby it's last names only it's no awesome. but i i did want to say you know i think it's kind of cool how thankful thankfulness can just unlock so many things for you you know uh when jesus fed the five thousand, you could read about when he uh he went to break the bread. He stopped and he blessed it first, and then he broke it, and then it was, it was enough for everyone. I mean, it was more than enough. They had leftovers, but he blessed the bread first. You know, he gave thanks for it. Uh, same thing with the the Lord's Supper. Right before he knew he was going to be killed and crucified, and he still gave out the bread, gave thanks and blessed it. He said, "Take of this. This is my body." You know, it's just there's something powerful in there. I think that that we need to start looking into as Christians when we read our Bible. Look for the thankfulness and everything that jesus does and how thankful he is you know mm-hmm it's something powerful about it yeah i mean it, i mean like we've already said the the power of prayer is you know is undeniable and especially the you know the power of being thankful in it too because i mean like i said in my experience at least you know just starting my day off like you know and every time i pray just being thankful for something because it, it really just brings it into a good perspective like of, of your day because yeah. like i said we like we've already said it's so easy to just focus on the negative but you know there's always something that you can be thankful for in the lord i mean like and even some of the things that sometimes act like or can be 
viewed in a negative light that are our blessings as well. Like, I mean, I, I'm sure that, you know, I'm sure that you, Rusty, would say that your kids are, you know, one of awesome. your biggest you know, blessings that you've ever had. I mean, most people that have kids, I, I would wager say. Yeah, do, they could but, definitely be the biggest terrors at the same time. Yeah, so. yeah. And it's, you know, again, like not having kids or anything, I don't, I don't have, I don't have any kids of my own, but, you know, I, I'm sure that that has taught you some thankfulness and, and uh, like you said, of course, some, some oh, patience that, and some that, other uh, other things as well. Without a doubt. <laughs> I mean, it's it's, it's the, another ballgame when you have kids, you know? Yeah. But there's so many little things that they do and that you see as they grow that you just start becoming thankful for. Like, oh, thank you, God, for protecting them today. And they went to school. It didn't seem like a big deal, but yeah. when you become a parent, you know, it's like you give your heart away and, yeah. and you're worried about this little, yeah. you know, little toddler all day long. Like, what are they doing? <laughs> Where are they at? What are they learning, you know? And, when they come home, it's just another thing to be thankful for. Thank you, God, keeping them safe, you know. Yeah. And then when they when they learn something new, thank you, God, for giving them wisdom. It's just there's so much to be thankful for when it comes to kids. Yeah, shoot yeah. So here's a question for you, buddy: Is uh, how, or what is the best way, or how have you what what have you seen that is the, a good way to teach your kids thankfulness, like to show? Because I, I I've seen you know personally, again I, I don't have kids, I don't have any experience you know trying to teach another human being of how to be thankful. When again I <laughs> I, I kind of stink at my at it myself, um, but I've seen a lot of people like a lot of kids that I've come in contact with like they're they're not thankful at all. Like they're just like like you no, said like, like little terrors like, like anyone times, else. Huh? I mean kids are they're human, so they're born with a simple nature and. Yeah. You know, you don't have to teach a kid to be bad. They, they they would just do it on their own, you know? Yeah. Did you eat that candy? Mm. Did you eat those cookies? And they're like, nope. They're lying <laughs> right off the bat. You know, you're like, yes, you did. Yeah. It's all over your face. Yeah. And so it's just like with just like with adults or anyone else, you have, you have to practice thankfulness. You got to say, hey, did you tell her thank you? No. Well, go tell her thank you. You yeah. know, and you just yeah. you continue to do, do that. And, and it gets to the point where they learn their manners. And they learn to say thanks. And, yeah. Yes, please. Yes, sir. No, sir. You know, they learn those things. But. As far as thankfulness, it's something you have to practice, just like we have to practice as adults. You have to practice it with them, you know? Yeah, shoot ya. And you gotta, there's a saying that I love, it's like, see it, say it. So a lot of times people do stuff that are good, that impact you in a powerful way, and you just expect them, like say your pastor, for example, say he spoke a word that really touched you. A lot of people just expect, well, that's his job, you know? He's supposed to speak the Lord's word and and supposed to convict me, you know? So what to do he did his job yeah but the reality is he might have thought he did terrible you know that no one heard my message no you know it didn't affect anyone so it's one of those things you got to be able you need to see it say it so go up to him and say hey good job that really impacted me you really touched my heart you did a good job on that you know yeah and by doing that practicing that see it say it i think it starts bringing a lot of thankfulness in people's lives they start you know feeling like they're appreciated for what they do you know yeah they get the thanks that they deserve uh for you know, putting the heart out there and, and working hard at something. Yeah. Yeah, man. And yeah, uh, something that, that's cool that I, I, you know, yeah, I get to interact with, with your kids, you know, a good bit just because we play softball together and, you know, we go out together sometimes and, you know, just with his his family. But it, something that's cool that, you know, you know, you ask your kids, you know, what day is it? You know, this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad. And he has his kids say that every day or like every time you ask them, and they're all like, this is the day the Lord has made. Like it's it's awesome. But I mean, it's it's really like, like you said, I mean, even saying it, I'm sure that just puts it in their mind, like in their little, you know, in their little unmature minds. Like I'm sure that that helps them to have that thought process, you know, yeah. like, and it's, I mean, just, it's just cool. Like just little things that, you know, I'm picking up that hopefully if the Lord blesses me with kids one day that you, you can, know, you can, 
<laughs> practicing with them. Yeah, shoot ya. Anyways. Definitely, you know. No, man. I, th- I think that, like, you know, I don't have kids, but I've got enough nieces and nephews running around where it's like, you can definitely tell, like, like Rusty was saying, like the sinful nature, it's it's ingrained in everyone. Um, and to me, like, it's just, it's really cool to, like, even in a kid, like in a five or six-year-old kid, like, see when their heart is, like, changed against that sinful nature in terms of, like, they grasp the idea of being thankful. And it's not just, like, I'm going to say thank you because, like, I know my parents are going to fuss at me if I don't, but, like, I'm genuinely grateful that you did this for me. And I think, like, that's, I've seen that moment a couple times with some of my nieces and nephews, and it's, like, it's super sweet to see it in a kid, but it's like we we forget that as adults, like yeah. just how important showing genuine gratitude is. Yeah, I mean that's why you know again, the forgetful quoter. And that's why you know the Lord's in the in the Bible says you know we need to have you know faith like a child, like childlike faith, because you know if you think about it, I'm sure you know Rusty's seen it having kids of his own, but you know kids, you just tell them you know tell them something and they. They believe it. They'll do it. They'll believe it full heartedly because they don't know. They don't know better. They don't. Their experiences haven't told them otherwise, or you know, just life experiences. And that's what we're called to do it as the as believers is is you know because the Bible Bible says that we're we're supposed to believe it. Like you know, we're supposed to yeah. go into it full heart, like full full one hundred percent. We're not you know supposed to have any um, reservations preach, about it. Yeah, yeah. Practice it. Practice what you preach. You know, it's it's hard. Like I said, I mean, like we talked about earlier. You know, for me, like, yeah, I'm thankful for the Lord putting me in in the position with with that guy from the gym because it's you know it's something that really I haven't I haven't done too much because you know I I, I am generally a, an introverted person, but um, it's not I don't just talk to people just to talk to people. So it, it's something that I you know need to be need to be better and put myself out there and, and challenge myself. And so again, like, even though it didn't go as well as I, as, you know, as I perceived as it helped, but you know, you might've had an effect on him without knowing it. Yeah. And you yeah. know, and you won't know that unless he comes to you and yeah. says, Hey, you profoundly affected me. Thank you. Yeah. You but know? I mean, you thank know, it's you. not even, it's not even about that too, man. You know, like it, it's, it's for me to be thankful. Like, thank you Lord for putting me into that for situation because yeah. now I know something about me that I didn't like, I, I need to be better. That's something yeah. that I need to start praying about. Like I, you know, cause I mean, you know, we're called to, you know, profess the, the gospel to all nations, you know, we're to yeah. everybody. That's, that's literally what we're put on the earth, the earth to do is to talk about the, talk about the Bible and talk about the Lord. And so, right. you know, that's just something that I need to be praying about. So, so here's, here's a question for you then both of you. Um, what is something in your life, like in the more recent aspect of your life that when it first happened or first like inter- interaction with it, you were ungrateful for, it, or you, you were, you were complaining about it or you weren't happy about it. But in hindsight, looking back at it, you're now, are, are grateful that it happened or that you were put in that situation. Anything come to mind for oh, you? Oh, uh, yeah. I I have something that's pretty recent. I mean, you know, just this is whole this whole past year is what I'm I am now thankful for because you know I mean as we've talked about you know on the podcast before I you know I I definitely had a a year of growth we'll call it um, because yeah. a lot of things that you know a lot of thorns in in my side were being you know ripped out of me you know and and you know of course when it, something you know is pruned off you know just the ugliest that's pruned off it, it hurts it at the first, you know, like, you know, all the sinful, sinful nature things that I was doing, you know, sex, 
going out partying and stuff like that. So that was fun. I, I enjoyed it. But like, you know, the Lord graciously allowed those things to be taken away. And like my kind of my life come like crashing down into into rock bottom. Um, yeah. But now that I look back onto it, you know, I, I wouldn't be, you know, where I am today if it wasn't. Like I wouldn't be here talking to you guys yeah. about about the Lord. I wouldn't be, you know, reading my Bible every day. I wouldn't be, you know, going to church and getting back into, you know, serving every week, you know, anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like it's 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 definitely yeah. been something that I was very um very I, I didn't enjoy it at first, but now that I, <laughs> I see uh I see now that the you know, the Lord is good good through that. Like he, he yeah. takes things away. Yeah, for sure. You know. Sometimes he allows us, you know, he allows us to rock it back down to rock it back down to earth. Yeah, come plummeting down. Yeah, to, to show like, hey, you need me, bro. Like nothing that nothing's yeah. going to do nothing. Nothing in your life that you're going to build is going to be anything if you don't build it around me. So, yeah, let me show yeah. you. Like, Rusty, you got anything that you I probably have a million things I could honestly think about. I guess the, the easiest one to say would be uh, recently when, when we uh Got, kind of got shifted around to work. Everyone got moved to new stations. Uh, I was in the one station for a, a couple of years. It was pretty comfortable. Uh, knew the guys pretty well. I was pretty comfortable with them. And, you know, I thought, thought I had a good thing going, which we did have a good thing going. But I uh, kind of got moved to this new smaller station. Uh, the equipment's not the best. It seems like kind of like the station's falling apart. You know, I got Gaddis. I didn't know who he was. <laughs> He's always giggling and, and laughing. And I was like, who's this guy? He's always giggling. I call him Giggly Gaddis. So I got Giggly Gaddis. And I was like, oh, man, what am I in for? And, you know, at first I kind of thought, like, man, this is going to be a disaster. You know, we're all three totally different men. And we're working together now. We have different personalities. Uh, and it's, it's turned out to definitely be a blessing. You know, we started this podcast together. Uh, we spend a lot of time talking about God at work. And, you know, he's, he's somebody that I pray to be in my life. You know, I ask for a good godly man that, that want to follow the Lord with all their heart, uh, that God would surround me with those people to, to help me grow and to grow closer to him. And it's definitely been a blessing that I've gotten. So. Yeah. Oh, well, thanks, buddy. I'm yeah. thankful for you, too. What about you, John? You got, you got anything? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, the thing that stuck out to me most, moving to South Carolina, um, man, I fought this tooth and nail. Um, like, it was one of those things, I I got engaged to my now wife, but, it, you know, I, I proposed, and it was like, all right, so she's come, she's moving to Gainesville. And she said yes, and she was like, all right, so John's moving to South Carolina. And we just both kind of assumed that the other person was coming our way without really having that conversation. Um, and then... We had that conversation, and uh, you know, it, we ended up with the decision that I was coming up here, and there was a lot of resentment for that. There was a lot of uh, pain and hurt, um, and a lot of stuff to work through, just because I felt like I was being ripped from everything I had ever known. Um, I felt like I had just gotten a really strong support system. You know, I had was um, had stuff that I was really taking seriously. I had a lot of opportunities that that I was wanting to pursue down in Gainesville, and had a lot of like you know, really, really cool and unique experiences that I was looking forward to. Um, and it was, it was a comfort thing really. Um, this is probably the best way to put it, but then I moved up here knew no one had to struggle to find a job that could pay the bills. And, you know, I was selling cars and I worked in accounting and then I worked in a bank and then I was unemployed and then I worked construction and it was like, all of this sucked and there just wasn't, I had no joy in it. I had no, um, happiness. But now it's like, you know, I'm in a position at the church as the volunteer youth pastor and more fulfilled there than I've ever been. 
um, and I'm working doing the Critter Keeper stuff, and I'm loving what I do every day, and I, I get to, to share the gospel and do ministry and work with animals and work with kids and set my own schedule. Um, I get to spend more time with my wife than most men could ever dream of. I get to, I never have to miss an event at church. I'm there for every one of my nieces and nephews' birthdays. Um, and so really, like, it's been in the last two or three months where I've really just become super grateful for being up here. Like, as much as it sucks that I don't have, like, I don't get to see Drew and I don't get to see friends like, like my other friends down there um, back home all the time, it's like, I have so much else that the Lord is using me for up here that I just need to be thankful for and focus on and and really just understanding like, you know, there there's a reason I'm here and thankfully now I'm finally seeing the reason that he that he brought me here and it's a huge, huge thing that I'm very, very grateful for now. Yeah, man, I, I can't imagine like, I mean, I mean, obviously we both spent our whole lives here, me and you, John, um, and I can't imagine, you know, going anywhere else. I'm, I, I, I can only imagine that because i mean you you know like you said it's it's truly a comfort like your hometown is truly a comfort so yeah just just being around yeah like familiar faces family friends you know knowing hey if something goes wrong i got someone to turn to yeah kind of being all alone especially trying to start ministry somewhere else you don't know anybody yeah you know, it's gonna it's kind of hard to get your foot in the door a lot of times yeah. people don't know you so they're like i'm not gonna trust you with my kids or, or whatever it may be yeah. you know and like I we said them. last week too, like it's just you and Sarah Kate now, dude. Like I mean, like like we've said, I mean, I'm sure that y'all's relationship has grown immensely. Yeah. yeah Which yeah. stay tuned, yeah, everybody. We're gonna have uh, just a little sneak peek. We're gonna have a very special episode for y'all very soon. A little little wives of the podcast coming on. Hey. So, anyways, <laughs> I would like to I'd like to turn this podcast a little bit and. Uh, What's because we're we're a podcast for the people. What's what's catered to all types of people? What if someone's listening to this right now and they're like, yeah, it all sounds good, you know, yeah, you know, the, you had to move and, and so you're going through that, but you're thankful for it. And he had to move his job and and you know, you, you might not have many friends now and all this stuff. And they're thinking, okay, what they do? That's not that big of a deal. Well, I just lost my mother and here it is Thanksgiving, or I lost my dad or my uncle. How can yeah. I be thankful in a situation like this? That that's. That's a big question, you know, and I've, you know, I know that, you know, John and I have both lost family members and I'm, you know, I, you know just getting to our age, you know, unfortunately, like our, our, our family members are getting a little older. So I'm sure, you know, yeah. we've all, we've all lost some people, but you know, it's my, my grandfather was um, actually taken by, uh, by cancer uh, when I was, uh, sixth grade maybe sixth or seventh grade and that was yeah. a big thing that i had to go through my family st still hurt by it um it's a it's a big big still kind of like hurt for a lot of other members in my family because uh, he was taking you know, a lot a, as a still a, a a very young in in relation to you know everybody else most, he was, most yeah yeah he was, he's taken pretty young early 50s um just from brain cancer is it it very sudden you know and, and thankfully the lord uh gave us time with him um a lot a lot longer a lot more time than the doctors had initially given us with him um but you know it's it took me a long time to to really get past the initial hurt like you know you know everybody tells me like from my mom's side of the family who's that was her dad who who, who got the cancer um a lot of people told me you know Oh man, I would have been such a different man if you know if 
Powerball is what we, what we call it. Powerball is still around, man. You, you've been hunting and fishing out in the woods all the time. Like, you know, you've been a much, much different guy. Like, you know, you know, I wish he was still around because you, you still would have been, been good. You know, um, it took me a long time to, to really get past the, the what if and man, like that hurt, like that, the kind yeah. of, and it's still like for my, my mother and my grandmother, it's still, the, the hurt is still there. And, you know, I, I don't really, I mean, you know, of all the rambling that I just did, I don't really have an answer for that, but you know, like it's hard, right? It's yeah. hard, hard to be thankful. You're like, Oh, how can I be thankful for, you know, someone just passed away and I have to go through Thanksgiving without them. Yeah. How can you be thankful? Well, the reason I asked that question is because, uh, the, the same question a few years ago came up to me and, and, I was praying about it and searching my Bible and saying, God, give me an answer. Give me something. And I came across this in Isaiah 57.1. And I'm going to read the NLT version just because it makes it so simple and, and easy to understand. But it says, good people pass away. The godly often die before their time. And no one seems to care or wonder why. No one seems to understand that God is protecting them from the evil to come. For those who follow godly paths will rest in peace when they die. And I remember reading that, I remember reading that and thinking, whoa. That's a big perspective change because you think about like, okay, I lost somebody. God, how could you take them away from me? Especially at the holidays. You couldn't let them make it through the holiday. You know, how am I supposed to be thankful during this time? And then you, you read this verse and it says God is protecting them from the evil to come. Yeah. God, God knows stuff, stuff that we don't know. Yeah. You know, God, he's all-knowing, all-powerful. And he said it was time for them to go. So I think if you read this this verse here, Isaiah 57, 1, and, and you just ponder on that for a little bit and let it soak in, it's easy to say that God knows what's best. So maybe, just maybe, the right thing happened. Yeah. I mean, too, the, you know, it's it's not much comfort in the moment, but like, you know. Just knowing that God back, is good and that he's, he's only doing good. He's only trying to, to look out for us and our best interest. And that, yeah. and that just knowing that he never changes, that he's always a lover. He's always for us, that he's always protecting us and keeping us yes. safe. I mean. It's easy to be thankful when you change that perspective and say, you know what, God knows best. Yeah, and two, like, you know, hopefully, you know, the fa the family member, whoever you lost, like, you know, if they, the the comfort is, you know, if they if they knew the Lord, like, there's a party going up on heaven right now, like, that a son or daughter just yeah. came home, you know what I'm saying? Like, it hit their, like, you know, the the saying is, you know, they're in a better place, but like, truly, truly, they are. Like, you know, there yeah. there's no yeah. sin in all this nastiness that happens on on this earth. Yeah, I think there, when dude. we get to heaven, we're gonna be like. like well, how, why did I ever cry yeah, that, that yeah. this person with that, you know, yeah. this person died? Why did I ever cry? Yeah. Like, I should have been so happy for them, you know? Yeah, should ya. I mean, it, it's the perspective change, so it's hard. But it's something I think if you practice it, if you just put your mind and you think about all the times God has provided for you, all the times he's came through for you, all the times he's taken care of you. Yes. It's easy to be thankful. Yes. And such a good, good, yeah. loving guy. The Lord works all things for the good, like. That's, I mean, you know, it very clearly states that in the Bible, and it's, it is true. Like, it's it's in God's will. Like, you, you'll, there's no place that you will ever go or ever do or be anywhere. That there's the nothing Lord that is he not, can't turn around. Yes. Good. Nothing. Yeah, and the Lord is always, always with you. And, you know, like, the if you're, you know, I, I know it's it's difficult, and I know it's, it's hard, but, like, really, truly, like, lean on your relationship with the Lord. Like, that's truly, that's the, you know, that's the only you know, that's the only person that can can make it better, like to, to truly heal. The like missing you. piece to your life. Yeah, yeah, truly. Yeah, and I'll will say I'll say this for like anybody who who is dealing with heartache around the holidays, because 
when I was in high school, I lost three of my grandparents in the span of 20 months. And it was one of those things where it's like you lose one, you just start to get over it. And then the next one that passed away. Um, and so I dealt with a lot of hurt and a lot of like anger and, and frustration at God for years following that. Even after I'd gotten over the sadness, it was just kind of like a resentment thing. Um, but one thing my grandma said after my granddad passed away um, was she just kind of looked at me and it stuck with me ever since. And she was like, you know, yeah, it's it's okay to be sad, um, but, you know, your granddad would want you to, to continue to move on and continue to know that God is good. Um, good job. And, you know, those things, like, yeah, it, it sucks losing somebody, and it, it 100% does. And it's okay to mourn, and, and it's okay to be sad, and it's okay to be be hurt for a little bit. I mean, you look at how the disciples and how, how Mary and them reacted when Jesus died. Like, they were, they were torn away, and I'm not saying that, you know, obviously you're loved one that passed away wasn't crucified but I'm just saying like you know the loss of someone hits everybody hard who's involved and, and so it's okay to be sad it's okay to to miss them at the holidays but but know that above it all like God is still good and especially if they were a believer like there is no reason to be sad for for the fact that they're no longer here be sad they're not with that you're not with them but be grateful that they're they are where they are yeah, be thankful you know, there there's a a a bigger picture going on um, for their life and for yep. yours. Be thankful for the impact they made in your life and and try to make the same impact on others. You know? Yeah, yeah. Always be thankful. I mean, that's our that's our theme of this podcast. You know, the theme of Thanksgiving, the of you know, theme of this week. So you know, unfortunately, we're running out of time. And but we having any closing thoughts, right? Quick, John, you got anything? Um, you know, man. Just be thankful, you know. There you go. Be thankful. There you go. It's From the man it's, himself. It's, it's 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 turkey season, man. You know, and and I don't I don't know if you've got if you've got family, if you do Thanksgiving with your friends, if you, dude, if you're gonna be alone by yourself in an apartment without power on, I don't know where where you're gonna be on Thanksgiving, but well, be let's thankful. Let's just hash this out before you know? we go. Is it pecan pie or pecan? It's pecan pie. I got an argument. Listen, listen. Actually, all right. It's listen, pecan pie. If you're about to say right. anything else, John, you're wrong. <laughs> no, Drew, you're right. It is pecan pie. It, it is pecan pie, but they are pecans, and it deals with the semantics and the linguistics of it, and it has to deal with the same reason why I'll we have the word. Don't bring your big words into this. It's pecans. It's pecans, I, is, Listen, I, I took classes okay. on this in college, Drew. Let me get, let me get have, that pecan you, pie. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, you have you have offense and then you have offense. Like they're the same word, similar meanings, different parts of speech, different pronunciations. Same thing with pecan <laughs> and pecan, and it all comes down to to regional dialects. But pecan pie is right. If you say pecan pie, you're getting yeah, shot. Yeah, there you go from the man himself, Rusty Shack. I'm gonna be eating a lot of pecan pie and be very thankful for it uh, this this autumn <laughs> season. And I will say, rejoice always and be thankful. Yep. God bless. Today is the day the Lord is made. Let's be sure you got it. Y'all eat some good food this week, and uh, we'll catch you next week. Thank y'all for tuning in to the 1024 Podcast. See y'all. Happy Thanksgiving.